Hello and welcome back to the New Powers Podcast, the only place to cultivate your power. My name is Jay and I'm here with my co-hosts Joel and Matches. How are you guys doing? Hey, I'm all good, thank you. We made it to episode six, guys. Episode six. I can't believe we've made it. We've made it this far. Uh, before where's, we get, where's my paychecck, man? Like, I haven't got it yet. <laughs> <laughs> when, we, when we start get, when we start getting paid, we need to bring that, those peas in, Joel. <laughs> and that's where you guys help. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe button. <laughs> share with your share with your friends. <laughs> that was that was smooth, man. <laughs> Very smooth. Um, hit that like. Hit the subscribe button. Share share with your friends. Um, spread the word that really helped the channel out help the podcast grow um, but in today's episode we're going to discuss our most disappointing comic book films of all time now it doesn't mean they're the worst comic book films of all time they're just the most disappointing to us so either we had high expectations going in or we thought yeah these are going to be decent films based on previous movies or previous tv shows or whatever it is um we got the impression these were going to be good but for us we left the cinema feeling deflated like wonder woman 84 um anyway we're, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start with uh we're gonna start with joel um as we always do and joel's got joel's got his list i'm excited to see what joel's got because i've this guy is just random you know <laughs> you don't know what he's gonna come out with half the time joel what is your number three on most disappointing comic book films of all time? Go, my brother. I guess this is a bit random as well because I am such a DC fanboy. I love Marvel as well. Let's, let's say that. But, but Justice League 2017 is my, my number three on my list. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, Justice League. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because I'm such a, a DC boy. I, I grew up watching um, Justice League Unlimited. Uh, Batman, Superman, my favorite superheroes. So right. I had some. Sorry, Joe, let me stop you there. So the, the, the universe that Zack Snyder created, even though he didn't direct that film, you yeah. put that as your most disappointing. Yeah, because. How come? Because, right, Man of Steel, I loved, right? Um, Batman and Superman, yeah, we, maybe we'll, we'll talk about that later. But um, <laughs> it had, it was, for, for me, it was a beautiful film. Um, it had a lot of issues, a lot of issues. Um, but I love those films. So I love okay. the universe. This Just League, it did not feel at all like a continuation of that universe. Um, this story, I think, was up. Well, it's, the, the circumstances of, of the film being made was unfortunately um, a disaster, to say the least. Yeah. Obviously, unfortunate situations. Yeah. Uh, the film was a mess, absolute mess. Um, even I'm going to go deep into this film, but the first scene we we see. It's Batman on the rooftop, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. Um, this is a bit bad because I know Zack Snyder wrote this, this scene as well. But basically, Batman leaves the guy on the rooftop, yeah, a criminal yeah. with a gun. Uh, he's a criminal with a gun on the loose. Batman could have tied him up. He could have let Gordon yeah. know. So the first scene, we see Batman doing something which Batman wouldn't do. Um, I struggled to find anything good about this film, uh, any, any scenes I, wow. I loved anything yeah the scenes i loved was the amazons uh in uh, firma school i can't say that right firma yeah. skier um when stefan wolf was chasing them down that scene was outstanding uh, beautiful amazing i didn't like what he did what zach did to the um the amazons uh, in terms of getting him wear bikinis yeah. uh definitely a lot of disrespect there to, to, <laughs> to what was what was done yeah uh, but but paddy but um besides that that one scene i don't think 
there's anything else I liked about this film. I think they destroyed the Batman character, absolutely destroyed him. Okay. Um, even though uh, Ben Affleck, I think, is one of the best Batman out there, but that has to be from Batman vs Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, the pure disappointment of what we could have had and what we've had in the cartoons is why I, I have to be say is is my third most disappointed comic book film of all time. Okay, I'll I'll push back on on it slightly. Um, yeah. I didn't. I did see a change from from Batman versus Superman. Um, in, in in regards to style and where it's directed, because this one was directed by Joss Whedon, um, but I didn't think it was that much of a change. Um, I still I still think that it had its issues. It definitely had it definitely had its issues. Um, but do you think you said the Batman character was was destroyed? Can you just elaborate a little bit on that and on how different he was from? Man of Steel. What what was what was the main difference? I mean, he seemed to have calmed down. Man of Steel. He was he. It was like he was on some kind of drugs or roids or whatever. He was just angry. Um, what 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 was, the, what was the difference in, in Batman vs Superman? Where you say he was he was destroyed? Do you, do you mean sorry, Batman? Yeah, so Batman. Yeah, in Justice. Yeah, League, yeah. yeah. Um, he well, well he's cracking jokes for one. <laughs> 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 the, Batman, the Batman I know. He. he Maybe he cracks the occasional joke, and it's such a shock, isn't it? In the cartoon, you're like, "Why yeah. did Batman just do that?" Yeah. Um, but in this, yeah, he, he seemed so happy. Um, uh, even in this, the scenes when he is interacting with with, with Wonder Woman, uh, it, 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 it was quite clearly reshoots because he couldn't quite fit in the in the Batman outfit. You know, it was just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was just such a I can't really describe it. Other than it, it just felt like such a mess. Such a, a rush and un, unprepared film, really. But maybe the circumstances of, of the whole film yeah. maybe did that. Yeah. Um, the obviously with, with Superman, it, the death of Superman comic is such an epic comic, and maybe yeah. they, maybe they could have got away of not doing the mullet, you know. But I would be, I would have loved to have seen the mullet, but not to have him return in a in a black in suit. A black suit, yeah. yeah. When there was hype, even, I think even there was a, even before the film was released, I think there was a, a image, wasn't there, of of Oh, the black um, suit, yeah. The, the black suit, yeah. so they, yeah. that was the plan. They cut you know? it out, yeah. Yeah, um, so this is the, the fan service this film could have done, uh, doing an epic story of the death of Superman and the return of Superman. It, it wasted, absolutely wasted. The first time we've ever seen all of these characters put together. I haven't even mentioned Cyborg and, and the, the lack of story there. All, all Obviously, we're going to get the Zack Snyder um uh, Zack Snyder cut, aren't we? But it's quite clearly that there's, there's so many scenes which were and, and stories which were missing from this story. Um, and I, I hope, hopefully, the Zack Snyder cut is is of worth. But uh, yeah, I think it's going to be that's another debate for another time. Isn't it? But, uh, <laughs> but for purely for what this film could have been, and for the film we got, I, I didn't even mention the, the flash. The flash when he dropped on um, on Wonder Woman, the, the hate that scene got. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the the, the, um, the Middle East, uh, Middle East. I can't say the word, man. The, the family, the Russian family, yeah, yeah, basically yeah. Chucked, yeah. It, chucked in there just to to make it like Marvel film. That's this film. It felt like they were trying so hard to catch up. They Marvel. did. Yeah. yeah, they were trying. You can see that they were they were definitely trying to. Um, to make it a bit more mainstream for the audience. I think Batman Superman left a, a bit yeah. of taste in quite a lot of people's mouths. Um, and I think that's more of a stylistic, stylistic choice. 
but you can you can definitely see you're, you're right you can definitely see them trying to make it more mainstream make it more accessible to families and i get with you get what you mean with in regards yeah. to the family jokes i don't think that's a bad thing and again it's your your opinion i don't think it's a bad thing i think batman superman was way too on the other end of you can't take your kids to this. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> this is the, this is not something you take your kids to. This is not. You don't feel good when you leave the cinema after watching Batman so bad. You don't really feel good after watching Man is Still. I, I think you do feel you feel quite good after leaving watching Man is Still. But Batman, yeah, you do. I mean, but you can see Batch's face is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so what about Batman? Batman. 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 He broke, he broke the glass where, where the kids play, man. <laughs> Remember that scene? No. He's, got, he's got his Jack Daniels bottle and he's walking in slow motion into the sea and then he just smashes the bottle on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's where kids play, man. That's Aquaman as well. <laughs> he's going to get off. Oh, yeah, do you know oh. I mean? he's, he's looking, protecting the sea, but then he's throwing <laughs> glass in the sea. Okay, cool. <laughs> but the, um, I, I read some comments, actually. This is how nerdy I got uh, uh, about that comment. And some people said that it, oh, it, it biodegrades and it helps the ocean or something. I don't know. Oh, really? people def- <laughs> some people de- defending this film, man. Can I say though, so you guys obviously disagree, or matches about you might disagree, but what yeah. is it about this film you you weren't disappointed with? Um I I, th- I don't know if it was to, if it was to, more to do with for me, if it was more to do with seeing them all on screen or seeing them all on character. I think Batman Superman was such a disappointment. I'll get to that later on in my list. But Batman Superman was such a disappointment. Um, I can see the end of Batman Superman, you've got Doomsday and they're kind of forced to, to be together as a mm. team. So you've got Wonder Woman showing up and you've got Superman and Batman and they'll, they're forced to be a team. This one, it felt a bit more natural where they've got their backs against the walls and they seem to gel a bit more. Like the one thing I'd always loved about Justice League Unlimited was or Justice League, the, the original cartoon, was that they they always, even though they're completely different, they always worked well together. There was always a chemistry and a bouncing off each other. And some of the scenes where they were talking, you could see them bouncing off each other. Um, like with the way inter- uh, the Flash interacted with Aquaman or Cyborg, or it, it just seemed to flow a bit more um, compared to Batman versus Superman, where everyone's very intense. And I think that's yeah. why it probably worked for me, just seeing them working together. Matches, do you have any reasons why it it didn't make your list or why you yeah. thought it worked better than, than Batman vs Superman? Well, the sheer fact that I didn't actually put Batman Superman on my list, but Batman Superman broke my heart. And I didn't go in with big actions for this film, to be fair. So I couldn't have been disappointed. It was sort yeah. of... If it was good, it was good. If it wasn't, it wasn't. I didn't put my heart, my hopes and heart into it after Zack Snyder sort of broke my heart with Man of Steel. Then he went straight into Batman v Superman. And then, fair enough, he didn't finish the film with just me, but I already written it off, to be fair, to being completely honest. So that's a, I thought, okay, hope. Yeah, I was just going to say that, yeah, but by, by the very definition of that, then perhaps one would say that it is the most disappointing film because, because you didn't even care about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe. Before, I even, before i even watched it yeah maybe yeah i think i think i think you're right you mentioned this earlier joel you were like they tried they tried to appeal to the masses and i think they tried to appeal to a lot of the audience or the 
um, a lot of the audience that they lost during Batman versus Superman. So yeah. the fact that they yeah. used uh, John Williams' score, do, 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 yeah. Superman comes back, or they use the animated, uh, or they use the 1989, when Batman turns up, it kind of like, that gave me chills, like, wow, okay. They, they're trying to bring you back. They're trying to play on your heartstrings a little bit more. And I think that's why it, it was more of an attempt to redeem for what they did versus in, in Batman yeah. versus Superman for me. Yeah. That I was like, yeah, I, I can't, I don't hate the film. I don't really like it. I don't, it's not something I watch regularly, but it's not something where I'd put down. I was disappointed by it because I thought it was a slight improvement on Batman Superman, but we'll get well, to that later. Can I just say as well, the, the end of, is it, ba- is it Batman vs Superman? Yeah, it is. When when Superman dies, yeah, yeah, you see you see the grave, the coffin where Superman is in, and then the dust rises on at the end. Yeah, Do you remember yes. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, <laughs> that disc got scrapped, didn't it? Because the, he wasn't coming back alive, was he? Because they had to dig him up in this film, and then. Well, that's all Zack Snyder. That's but that's that. This is this is. We'll get on to get to Batman Superman in a bit, but. Why? Why do? You, why would you highlight something where he might come back? You kill him off, and then you, yeah, yeah I'm going to bring him back yeah, in, the next, yeah, in, that, in, yeah. in the next film. Um, that that was Zack Snyder's doing. Maybe yeah, but, Zack Snyder's but, doing. but the point maybe maybe we don't, we don't know, do we? But maybe Zack Snyder planned on doing the Return of Superman differently, which is why he put that in there, um, which then was scrapped for Justice League. My point being is that yeah, it felt like a mess. So the, the breadcrumbs were there for Superman to return potentially already. Yeah. yeah. And then they decided, oh, no, 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 we need to we need to dig him up. Then we need to get this. I can't remember how to do it now. Is it the, the mother box or something? Yeah. It just it just felt like a panic. It was it, all, it, all a mess. It was it was definitely absolutely a mess. It was it was definitely a, it was definitely it was definitely a mess. But I, I would argue it's less of a mess of, than Batman versus Superman. Um, oh, I can't wait for that now. <laughs> <laughs> And John, any anything else you'd like to add um, in regards to Justice League? Yeah, this film, I'm uh, very disappointed, but it, it has the most amazing steelbooks. I don't know if you guys collect steelbooks. No, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's, on, it's on my bookcase, man. It is, it's a comic book version of, of uh, it's just, just look it up, steelbook, Justice League. It's worth collecting, guys. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, matches, anything you'd like to add before we go on to your one? Um, no, I think... I pretty much agree with you. Um, Batman v Superman really knocked me for sixth, to be fair. Um, I was so affected <laughs> after that one. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll come to your number three then, Matches. What, what have you got? All right. So let me just get the dates correct. We've got Avengers 2012. That's not yeah. the film, by the way. But we okay. had Avengers. And then I was on such a buzz after that film. And I was like, Wow. I can't believe they actually put all of these characters together. And yep. having seen Iron Man, I thought Iron Man was just amazing. And then the trailer came out for Iron Man 3. And I was like, oh man, this is a really good trailer. With the Mandarin, he's yeah. chilling. We're going to get we're gonna get someone like the Joker now. Yeah. So what, yeah. Some of the quotes that he was saying in that, you'll never you'll see. see me copy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, we're about to get a Joker equivalent for um, for Iron Man, his arch, and arch enemy. And um, it never really got that. I mean, my main thing was 
when the film started, it was, it was okay. And then he turned out he, he was an actor and that took me so out of the film. <laughs> it was like a slap in the face to be fair. And um, yeah. I think I was just really disappointed to not actually see the Mandarin. I know they did the short where they said that wasn't the actual Mandarin, but till this yeah. day, I haven't seen the Mandarin. Um, and I really wanted to see Iron Man face him. And now, well, because Iron Man's not here anymore, we're not gonna we're not gonna get to see that. Yeah, I yeah. I know exactly what I mean. When I left, I, I when I left the cinema after watching Iron Man three, it felt like such a change and yeah. shift from because I think John Favreau directed the first two, um, mm. and then this one was done by oh, what was the what's the guy's name? Um, I can't remember the name of the of the director. Um, but it was such a it was such a change in yeah. in tone um and it seemed more take the mic there was there was less iron man in the film yeah there was definitely. more there was more jokes in the film they were playing yeah. up on that and yeah i know i do know what you mean the more i've watched it though since then i've in, i've enjoyed it slightly more yeah um okay. but i do understand what you mean when when i initially left the film i was disappointed uh, Joel, did you have any thoughts on Iron Man three when you when you Just, first saw it? So, matches. Do you, you prefer Iron Man two to Iron Man three, or was it just more disappointed? No. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. Emphasis on the word disappointed for the film. Yeah. Um, I expected really big things from seeing the trailer. I advise, yeah. and it's much that trailer is still one of my top top trailers. To be fair, wow. I just when I was watching the trailer and coming off of Avengers, I thought this movie was going to be spectacular, but. I was <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of any redeeming qualities of, of, of the film, really. But is it Pepper Potts? Uh, anything there? Her having more of a, a role in the film? Did you Did you like yeah. her? It, it was okay. I mean, it was cool to see all of the, all of the Iron Man suits at the end. I mean, yeah. that was fair enough. But I really wanted the Mandarin. You sold you sold it to me. I, I bought the ticket to see the Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You, you still might we still might be redeemed with that with um Shang Chi uh Legends yeah, of the yeah. of the Ten Rings. So I'm I'm hoping we see the the real Mandarin there in yeah. in that film. But I I do completely understand what you mean in regards to that. But yeah, that's a good that's a good choice. Um, yeah. right, we'll come to mine. Mine is going to be uh, Suicide Squad. Um. Main reason, I'm not talking about the director's cut either. I'm talking about the theatrical release, Suicide Squad. Um, the first 30 minutes. Okay, we'll go back to the trailer. In regards to the trailer of the film, it looked it looked really good. It looks kind of like a Western, dirty dozen film. Um, you've got different criminals. You have to, have to use their abilities to get out. We spoke about this before, Joel. Uh, assault, assault on Arkham. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the animated... Um, the animated cartoon, that that animated cartoon is fantastic. That I think that came out maybe twelve months before, two years before, um, the actual live action movie. So I was expecting that kind of the anyone who hasn't watched Assault on Arkham, basically the suicide Amanda World puts a Suicide Squad together. They have to joke. The Joker is locked up in Arkham, and he's got a there's a dirty bomb which he's which he's going to release. So the Suicide Squad have to go into um, Arkham Asylum, sneak the way in, infiltrate the base, find the Joker, find the bomb, disarm it and get out. Um, I think that was a perfect plot. And when I saw the trailer, yeah. I was kind of like, 
the Joker's in this film. Possibly we might get that kind of thing. We're going to see, first time we're going to see Harley Quinn and the Joker live action together. Um, Exciting stuff. The first 30 minutes of this film were... I'd say they were pretty good when Amanda Waller's putting the team together. You see Death uh, uh, Deadshot um, where he's taking where he's taking pot shots, and you see you see you see basically what his abilities are. They go through the list: Captain Boomerang, Harley Quinn, um, uh, Katana, and then it gets to the main part where you've got the Enchantress and the film, and they're in the city, and the film just goes straight downhill. And you're just like, David Ayer, I'm not sure if it was the writing, if it was directing, but this film was so disappointing that the lack of use of the Joker, Jared Leto must be kicking himself. Like the guy's guy's an Oscar winning actor and they just flushed his parts on the toilet. (laughs) I mean, I think there's a total of him in the film for 15 minutes or something stupid like that. And you're like, why would you have, you're trying to introduce a new Joker to the DCEU. He's one of the, the most iconic villains in the DCEU. Why would you use him in that sense? And I get it. They needed a, a big threat and they needed a, something that they would all have to work together in order to stop. But the that enchantress, but I'm not sure if you've seen the memes where she's, she's dancing and she's, <laughs> she's wiggling away. And yeah. it's just, the rest of the film is absolute mess. Like, it's so it was so disappointing. It's the thing is it started off so well and they left the film thinking, what a complete mess. Will Smith underused, Margot Robbie underused, Jared Leto underused, and these are class actors. Do you know I mean these are good actors? And I think they were perfectly cast, but they've just they've just put in a shit film. The second yeah. the second half of it was absolutely crap. And for me, it was it was really disappointing. What they could have done with that film compared to what they actually did. Um, starting a brand new team, you, you look at it and you think this could have been their Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It could have been their Guardians of the Galaxy, a team that's not quite straight down the middle. They're a bit, little bit edgy, a little bit dangerous, a little bit violent. You've got Amanda Waller, who is phenomenal. Um, she was brilliant in Justice League Unlimited and Justice League. Um, and then you're like, they just, they don't even use her properly at all. And it, for me, that's why it, it's my number three on the list. Just, re- just really, really disappointing. It's uh, going to be, it's going to be hard to try and defend the film now, to be honest. But the, uh, I heard it, it was written in two weeks, and and the film was edited um, by a trailer company. Which I'm might... not, you're not surprised. <laughs> you're not, yeah, the thing is, yeah, when you watch the trailers, and this is what I mean by the start, when you watch the trailers, you can believe that it was edited by a trailer company because yeah. the trailers were so good. It, there yes. was so much. There was so much buzz before the film yeah. for the Suicide Squad. Do you know I mean the characters were so highlighted? Deadshot, Harley Quinn, the Joker. Mm-hmm. I remember the the the. They think they all had their individual trailers, individual um, slots during the Super Bowl um, before the film came out. And there was so much hype around it. So you can believe that the film was edited by it because it's just very choppy. The last, yeah. do you mean the last hour of the film is extreme. Whenever they're in the city, it's like they didn't know where to go, or what to do or how to, it, there was no, like I say, there was no intensity. Sometimes they're just walking through the streets. Harley Quinn steals the shoes. Yeah. That's really cool and funny, whatever. <laughs> then you move, then they keep walking. Then they go to a bar. They have a chat. There, there was no, there was nothing 
exciting about it. And then you get to the Enchantress and it's a generic fight scene. They didn't know what to do with it. I would have much preferred, and it's all wouldn't good to me saying it wasn't good, but I would have much preferred if the Joker was the big bad. Definitely. Um, and they had to either take the Joker's gang out or it was the Joker was more involved. I think that would have been a, a better villain and a better way to introduce the Joker. And to be honest, since then, he's kind of been written out as the DCU. Like he's going to come back for Zack Snyder's The Snyder Cut. And, and he wasn't originally in the script. So Zack Snyder's out of courtesy. I think he's included him oh, in yeah. the film. He wasn't in the original in the original film. Um, but yeah, for me, really disappointing. Suicide Squad could have been could have been a lot a lot lot better. I um, think there's one there's one scene in the film as well which breaks my heart. It's when Batman attacks Deadshot and his daughter in an alley. Oh yeah, which is completely <laughs> 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 Batman attacks a guy and his kid in an alleyway. It, was, yeah. it broke my heart when I saw it. I was like, "What is Batman doing?" So the, th- the, th- the thing is, the thing is, yeah, you, 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 I completely agree. You th- the thing is, Batman was attacked in an alley by a mugger. So, yeah. what are you going to do to that kid? <laughs> Attacking, <laughs> you know I mean, look what happened to him. Yeah. What are you going to do to that kid by jumping, <laughs> jumping the dad in an alley? Dressed as a bat, like that's gonna mess that kid up for life. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I completely agree. I don't know who wrote that. I think that might have been David Ayer again. Oh, um, probably, yeah. It was probably David Ayer again. There are so many plot holes and Yeah. But devil's devil's advocate here though. That film did give us Harlequin, which was which that she's an incredible performance, incredible outfit, which is quite difficult to get the blend of of of, of the sex appeal, but also something which would appeal to females as well. Yeah, yeah. It smashed it. Obviously, Halloween next year, everyone was wearing. Yeah, everyone was. Yeah, everyone, yeah. Everyone was wearing, everyone. Think, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean the the, the out the out, I can't I can't knock the outfit. I think they were actually nominated for Oscar. Wow. Um, um I'm pretty sure they were nominated for Oscar for um, costume design. Um, and I can't knock any of the outfits, any of the designs, even the even the Joker one where he's got the damaged tattoo on the forehead. When I initially saw it, I was like, oh, come on, that's a bit too yeah. too on the nose. But it worked for what they were doing. They were going for a more of a, a kingpin kind of joker, a more uh, Mob, a clown prince of... Yeah, mobster, clown prince of crime. He, do you mean he's he's so psychotic that the criminals fear him and he's and he's got that, that power and that pull and that influence. So I completely... I, I have to agree, the costume design of the film was, yeah. was great. Can't knock that. But the key points, it doesn't matter about the costume design. It's about, <laughs> it's about, it's about the story. It's about the, it's about the directing. For me, it's always the story. It has to come back to, does the story make sense? And it doesn't make sense, especially you're trying to set up a cinematic universe. Why would you, why would you handicap the Joker within the first film that he's appearing in to the point where people don't even want him back? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but yeah so yeah for, for me that that's my number three we'll get to my number two and number one and yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. matches anything you want to throw in into that no i just uh agree with the costume design i think they mentioned the fact that um he had the grills and his teeth because batman knocked it out I oh, really? really? that oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool i like that yeah. i like that that's yeah. good yeah yeah they, you can see they thought about it they thought about the design of the character but Anything bar the design, it, it just got thrown down the toilet. The fact as well that like, it's it's called Suicide Squad, but what two died? Is it two died? 
And one of them was only in it for five minutes. Um, <laughs> the, Slipknot. The um, Slipknot. And then is it the Fire Guy? What's he called? Oh, what was fire? his name? I can't what he's called now. Isn't it? Oh, nah, it's gone now. Yeah, he died, remember. didn't he, at the end? He died, he died too, yeah. He died at the end. Yeah. Um, but he well, was, was good. New, yeah. yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. obviously. But then with, with James gone doing a new one, obviously there's what how many like fifteen yeah. cast members yeah. or is a silly amount of people, and they are going to die, aren't they? It's, it's a proper yeah, suicide squad. It's, it's a proper suicide squad. He's gonna kill him. He's gonna kill, yeah. him, he's gonna kill him all off. I'm look. I am looking forward to to James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Um, okay, uh, so that's my number three. Uh, Joel, back to you for your number two. What's your second most disappointing comic book film of all time? So uh, I went old school with this one just because of the, the, the pure damage it did to, to, to female-led superhero hero films. So I, I chose Catwoman, 2004. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. this, this film pushed equality, uh, female superhero films back into the dark ages. It damaged a lot. Uh, what, what, was, what was the next female-led superhero film after this? Was it? Was it Wonder Woman? I think so, yeah. I think it might have been, been, yeah. Yeah. It might have been Wonder Woman. That's over 10 years, man. That's if how you, bad. If we're, if we're not talking about like the, I don't know, the not the not the um, Hollywood films, but yeah, I think it was Wonder Woman. Jeez, damage, eh? But where to start, really? Uh, this film had potential, right? They, they could have done it in Gotham City. It could have been like, the, the basically with, with the batman universe yeah it could have been without bruce wayne without batman but she could have been fighting um black mask for example obviously with harlequin and they, they could have done so much but it, it wasn't the selena carl in this film wasn't selena carl it, it was no. just by name <laughs> i mean she even got her powers by getting licked by by some cats uh, <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable um i think we have to start with the the costume as well like again this 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 push back female rights for so for so, so far. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just I don't know what they were thinking really in, in terms of getting her to wear like absolutely nothing at all. Uh, maybe some people will say then Harley Queen wore nothing at all, but for me, this one seemed way more objectified than, yeah. than Harley Queen's costume, um, especially with the, with the red lipstick as well. And it it was just. It was just far too it was much. The, le- the leather, the red stips, lipstick, and the whip, and yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah way yeah. too much, man. Yeah, way too much. Um, love to get some female point of views as well. Yeah. <laughs> but um, then I have to say about the action as well. Like this, this film was very limited on on action scenes. I think there was like <laughs> three action scenes, and one of them is a basketball scene. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, I was gonna. Uh, the, my next comment was gonna be: is, Are you including the basketball scene? <laughs> <laughs> I had to, man. I mean, there would have been two fight scenes in it, but but basically, the I don't know who directed it. I should have got that down. But the every single action scene, yeah, is done with a shaky, shaky um, camera. Mm-hmm. Which, so you, you can't even see the action, and even if you can, you, you feel sick watching it. So <laughs> so bad, and obviously the acting as well. Poor poor Halle, Halle Berry, like she's a fantastic actor. I mean. In Swordfish, she, she was a, my first pair of boobs I ever saw. And I, I grew attached to, <laughs> I grew attached to her as, as an actor, incredible actress. But um, it's so bad. <laughs> Sorry, maybe cut that bit out, man. But, yeah. <laughs> nah. but um, she's such a bad performance in her. I can't think of anyone who does a good performance in this film. The the female is it Sharon Stone? I think, I think she's called. 
such a generic one dimensional um <laughs> such a bad performance uh this film was an absolute disaster and it could have been so much more and for the damage what it did to to the female-led superheroes i had to include it okay joe yeah thank you so your number three was um was catwoman um was your number two sorry was catwoman uh, matches let's go to you what is your uh number two um most disappointing for comic film of all time all right my number two is even if you can call this a film this is just um in the words of jeremy johns this is i don't know if we can swear here but it's dog shit it's <laughs> 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 x-men 3 the lost stand and they've taken I don't know how they were managed to do this, but they've taken everything I loved about X-Men and <laughs> did the complete opposite, to be fair. Um, they destroyed the characters. They, I don't know what they, what they were thinking. I don't know what they were smoking. I don't know what they were doing. But <laughs> <laughs> they, they completely went the wrong way with the whole film. I mean, there's lines in this film like, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> like, um, there's character bloating i mean some of the characters don't act like the actual characters like xavier for for instance he knows about gene and he still sends his x-men there without warning them um for them to get destroyed i mean cyclops goes there cyclops gets destroyed as well he gets killed off and he's my favorite character in the x-men there's no remorse or, or anything in regards to it um that's pretty much the pretty much breeze over it um xavier is supposed to be a mentor he's not a mentor in the film it's the film is literally wolverine and some other people um what else have we got in uh, that i'm forgetting um i've mentioned juggernaut i've mentioned the fight the fight scenes not too bad um but in overall just the storyline and how much they just botched the actual x-men characters it, I left the film thinking, what the heck did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. They, they, they killed off Cyclops. They killed off yeah, Xavier. Um, Xavier. They Magneto lost his powers. Magneto lost his yeah. powers. Rogue lost, Rogue her, lost powers. her powers. Yep. Jeez, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. They, they, I honestly think for with that film, they didn't think cinematic universe. They we're treating it like a lot of the films in the 2000s where yeah. it was literally just three films and then we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Literally the last stand. Yeah. Yeah. It was joking about that. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> they thought, yeah, let, we, it doesn't really matter what we do to the characters at, the, at this point. This is the last X-Men film. We're not doing any more. Let's just do whatever the hell we want. Um, and, and, and in the X-Men here, there. Um, yeah, you're right. Joe, what were your thoughts on um, the Last Stand when you when you when you came out of cinema? No, exactly the same as as, as, as matches there. Uh, again, Cyclops is, is my favorite X Men yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, just to having killed off 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 screen as well, wasn't it? Yeah, like, redeeming yeah. it to see it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> there's, there's no there's no redeeming quality in this film. I, I can't I can't defend it. Um, as you said, actually, the, the action scenes, uh, uh, Wolverine in the woods, that's a good yeah. scene. Yeah. Um, I can't even the last fight. I, I don't think that was good. I can't. I can't think of any good bits in that film. In I that fight. I thought. All right, just a push back. Devil's advocate. I yeah. thought. Um, 
Henry McCoy, Beast was good. Um, it was the, yeah. I can't remember the gentleman's name. It's from from Frasier. Um, I thought he was he was very good choice for for Beast. Um, yeah. He had that that level of sophistication and quality and intelligence yeah. uh, to Beast. Um, I thought the special effects for the last scene where Wolverine's trying to get to Jean and she's tearing pieces out of him and he's having Which to heal him. He's having to heal himself quickly. Done well. Was was done was done really well. Um, the scene in the woods was good, um, but apart from that, apparently Storms lost her accent by the end of this film. So from the first X Men <laughs> yeah. film, she's got the she's got an African accent. Um, in this one, it's gone. It's Harley Berry, um, just speaking. And you could say the same thing for for Wanda in the MCU. She's lost her accent. Um, yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah, um, you're right. It was the X Men. It the, it was the X Men. It was Wolverine and the X Men. They wanted to push yeah. Jackman forward, and they did. The, you're right. Killing Cyclops off yeah. off screen. It was. I understand the actor went to do uh, Superman Returns. Um, oh, is that is that the reason? That's the reason. Yeah, he went to do Superman Returns, um, and he was pretty useless in that film too. So. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah he, he, he should have probably stayed with x-men but um yeah i, I agree it, it was extremely disappointing um watching that film um coming yeah. out of the cinema um are there any rede- any other redeeming qualities you guys think or do you think we're being a little bit too harsh no. yeah that it ended that was the only redeeming thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so your your number two is uh at, X-Men The Last Stand. Um, yep. Right, my number two uh, is Batman vs. Superman. Uh, so oh, is man. Batman vs. Superman. Now, I want to give, before I completely go into it, I, I want to give a bit, little bit of a, of a backdrop. Um, Batman vs. Superman is something that I've waited possibly a good 20 years for as a film. Um, I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if you've seen uh, the animated cartoon or the animated movie um, World's yeah. Finest, Joel. Um, oh, World's Finest. I thought you said Dark Knight Returns, but yeah, no, yeah, no. Well, I was going to say World's the World's Finest. I, the Dark Knight yeah. Returns is is fantastic, but I'm talking about Batman Superman in a film. Um, yeah. I've wanted to see that since I was young, even before I, I knew anything about the Dark Knight Returns. I've always wanted to see Batman and Superman on screen together. Yeah. Um, when they announced it at Comic-Con, I remember I called matches and I was jumping up and down, screaming yeah, I remember that. because they announced Batman vs Superman. We're going to get Batman vs Superman. After Man of Steel, and even the Easter eggs within Man of Steel, where you see um, the Wayne Enterprise satellite and the Lex, the LexCorp trucks in the LexCorp building, um, I was so excited for for Batman versus Superman. I was like, there's no way this is what I've been waiting for, for such a long time. And then it came to the film and I was watching the trailers. I was excited up until they revealed Jesse Eisenberg as, as, as Lex Luthor. Now, anyone who knows me, I, I love Smallville. Michael Rosenbaum's performance in Smallville is the best iteration of Lex Luthor I've, I've ever seen on screen. The way, the sophistication, the intelligence, the, the deviousness, the, 
his turn of character, absolutely brilliant. That's that's the Lex Luthor I like. The animated Justice League show, Lex Luthor. I think there's a scene where um, I think it's unlimited Justice League Unlimited, where it's like um, I spent um, seventy eight million dollars on a presidential campaign just to piss Superman off. Jump <laughs> um, <laughs> in, just to t- push him over the edge. That's the Lex Luthor I'm looking for. When they reveal the trailer and you've got Jesse Eisenberg acting like an absolute twat, acting oh. like a, <laughs> acting acting like a clown and disservicing the character of Lex Luthor. And this isn't even Gene, uh, Gene Ackman, Super, Gene Ackman, Superman, um, Christopher Reeves's Lex Luthor, where he's a businessman still, but there's still a level of sophistication to him. Yeah. This, this was Jesse Eisenberg playing Jesse Eisenberg. And after watching the trailer, I was like, do you know what? Maybe that's just a clip from a scene. Maybe it won't be like that during the movie. And then we get to the film. And the film is, I'm, I'm sorry to say, but with the characters that you have, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, you decided to include in the movie because you wanted to rush towards the Justice League early on than you should have. The way the film's edited parts of the scene don't parts of the film don't make sense unless you watch these <laughs> the director's cut you've got actors like jesse eisenberg who they're not they don't infuse or they don't represent what what i think the character should represent it's just an absolute mess the film is an absolute for me it's such a disappointment to the point where you've got even the reasons why Batman fight Superman, because it doesn't even make it, it doesn't make much sense why they decide to go up against each other, why they hate each other at all. There's a, there is a lot better ways they could have, they could have done this film. They could have said, so Batman's, Batman's vendetta against Superman. I've always said would have made more sense if you want to keep the scene where he's, he's watching them fight and destroy Metropolis. If you had someone like Alfred in the building and Alfred had got hurt, you would understand the vendetta. The fact that Superman is going far out to kill Superman when they've not spoken before. It's such a dark shift. And it, for, <laughs> for, for me, for me, they, they really, really botched the film. And, and you can see it in regards to the critical reception on the film. I think it's sitting at 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not to say every film that sits on that on that kind of le- level um, is bad. But for me, it's such a disappointment what they could have done with the film. Um, I will open up to you guys. Is there anything you guys hated in regards to the film? I can go on about the Martha stuff, how they how they adapted. I can go on about how they, they brought in Doomsday uh, for yep. no reason. There was no reason to bring in Doomsday. There was no reason to have Wonder Woman there for any reason. It was just a build up towards the Justice League. It was rushed and it was botched. It didn't make any, any sense. All the stuff in regards to the Senate meetings and the Senate hearings and some of Jesse Eisenberg's lines, um, it was just it was just embarrassing it was for me it was really it was really embarrassing you've got you're trying to build your cinematic use and i'm getting upset and annoyed because i know what the potential of dc has i've i know from the comics i know from the animated shows i know from the movies that if they put their mind to it the the richness in characters that they've got 
can stand up to what Marvel has built yeah. with ease. But Zack Snyder wasn't thinking about building... A, the problem is Zack Snyder didn't think about building a cinematic universe. Zack Snyder, all he thought about was, what can I do to build my Superman story? My legacy. A little bit like what the X-Men did. We'll do what we have to, and then whatever happens after, happens after. He wasn't planning for 5, 10, 15 years down the line. You don't start off with Batman versus Superman in your inter- in your second film into the into the DCU. You don't start <clears throat> off with Civil War. If Marvel started off with Civil War in film number 2, people would be like what the hell is this? Like they yeah, fine, it's fair enough to, you can watch it, but it wouldn't have meant as much because you don't understand who who this Batman is, who this Superman is, who this Lex Luthor is. Who this Wonder Woman is. You, you don't yeah. understand it. And for me, it was such a disappointment because I know what DC are capable of. And you'll probably get the people coming to Zack Snyder's aid, aka Joel. You'll probably get <laughs> them coming to his aid at, at this point. And understand you love The Dark Knight Returns. You love it. I understand it. But that is not a film you start off with when you're building a DC, you're building your DCU. You do not. You do not kill off Superman in the second film to bring him back into the third film. You don't do it. You don't get rid of the death of Superman, which is an iconic story and use it within the first two movies. Do you know what I mean? Why could you have not done that when we, when we're just barely getting to know the Superman, we spoke about this job before. We didn't know this. This Superman had been Superman for three days in Man of Steel. Yeah. Yeah. The span of, of the start of Batman vs Superman to the end was probably a week, two weeks, three weeks. We still don't know who this Superman is. We still haven't seen him saving cats out of the tree. We still haven't. <laughs> seen, we still. We yeah. still haven't seen him being Superman. We 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 get imaging clips of, oh, what is this alien doing here? What does this mean for our humanity? And I get the the philosophical debates that you love, Joel. I yeah. I hundred percent get it. But we don't know who this Superman is. He's still torn. The fact that he nearly killed Batman shows that he's still torn. Uh, why would you go for that on your second film i'll hand it over to you guys because i'm still very um um before and i'll, I'll calm down a bit joe matches what would you guys think in regards to batman Superman? such passion there such passion you're you, you right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'm fine <laughs> yeah yeah i'm fine i'm fine, I'm fine. It's, you know, Jimmy, this is this is and, and before people we get comments or whatever people saying that Jermaine, this is this is how much it I, it matters to me. It's good. You, we, this, you need Jermaine, passion, yeah. this is yeah. years. This is years later. That film came out when two thousand and sixteen. Two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Four years on, and I can still talk about it like that. Wow. Jermaine, yeah. if I didn't if I didn't care, or I didn't love the characters, I wouldn't be able to talk about it like that. I would have forgotten about it to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, what what, what were your th- thoughts of it in, in regards to Batman Superman? Well, you guys know I, I love this film um, for, for certain reasons, which I think we spoke about before, the, the debates, um, the darkness of the film. It is catered for me as, as a director, as Zack Snyder has. But I concur with so much you've said. Um, at Comic-Con, when they re- revealed the film, they said uh, the, the guy, General Ross, came out, didn't he? And said, not General Ross, General Sandwich came out yeah. and said the quote from The Dark Knight Returns, the one man yeah. who beat who beat you. Yeah. We, they were they geared us up for the Dark Knight Returns, 
and we never really got it. We never got that the Batman vs Superman fight scene was over in, in five minutes. Um, it wasn't as nowhere near as good as the cartoon. Uh, everything you said about Lex Luthor, Doomsday, you don't you don't kill Superman in 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 film two. That's well said. All of that that side of it is so much wrong about this film, but for me, there's so much right about the film as well. Um, okay. You said you, you don't understand why why um, Batman wanted to kill Superman. Uh, this is the darkest Batman we've ever had. This is this is for me the one of the best Batman because he is the, the darkest Batman. Um, that belief, where I think he says in the film, like even even if there's a zero point one percent chance that this alien can destroy the Earth, that's a chance that Batman is not willing to take. That mm. I, I stand by that belief completely. I, if if there's a, if there's a nuclear bomb. In this okay. in this world, yeah, it shouldn't be able to be there. Um, I completely stand by that, and, and bearing in mind that, that he is such a, uh, a lonely Batman's got Batman in the comics has mental health. He's clearly post traumatic stress disorder, disorder. Yeah, yeah. This is this is one of the first films where I've seen Batman with mental health. Um, okay, I, I, I'll yeah, push. I'll push. I'll push back on that. Yeah. I, in regards to him killing killing Superman, I, I I completely completely understand what you mean in regards to if there's a one percent chance that he's a threat, you take yeah. him out or you remove him from the equation. My pushback is the way he was manipulated by Lex Luthor to get to that point. Yeah, he was being sent letters through the post and getting riled up. It's like me sending my neighbors letters and him, get, him getting in the car and going, deciding to kick off with someone. It's like, do you know what I mean? It's like they tried to make Lex Luthor the puppet master in the film. Yeah. But Batman is the world's greatest detective. He, he doesn't, he doesn't, he does not get manipulated on that level. By, Very good. He does, he doesn't. He, he wouldn't, my pushback with, he wouldn't have got manipulated. It was just a trope in regards to how they're going to get. Batman and Superman to fight each other. Do you, what yeah. do you think? My my argument there is maybe the letters weren't. The, he was going to do it anyway. Yeah, he was ready. He was ready. To, he, he was from the get go. He was saying about Superman being a threat. Yeah, let's look back to the Dark Knight. Not Dark Knight. The Joker film it is the Dark Knight, isn't it? When Joker says, "Madness is like gravity. All it takes is a push." Yeah, yeah. this Batman is dark. He is. He mentioned about the the Wayne, the the Wayne um, found, found foundation. The, the ancestry of the Wayne were were hunters. Were, mm-hmm. were he, it's in his blood to be to be a hunter, to be to be dark. Uh, this this is a Batman ready to die, ready yeah. to to give up his life now. To he wants to die basically, isn't it? and maybe that's the, de- the death of Robin, which was beautifully hinted at uh, in in the film. Yeah, this he, this is a man who. Much like the Dark Knight Returns, if you remember in in the in the cartoon, I can't remember the, the, the graphic novel, but he he was racing cars, wasn't he? Because he wanted mm-hmm. to die. Yeah. This Batman was looking for a way out, looking for a good death, and he got it. He he thought he got it by Superman. Yeah. He was going to be the man to, to to fight Superman and save the save the world. Yeah, I I, I can look. I complete. I completely understand that. I I do completely understand. He was he was looking for a way out. You're right. Maybe he was he was pushed to a level. But I again, I I will push back and say, 
I don't. I personally didn't think you would have to. Why would you start off your cinematic universe with yeah. a Batman so far in? And I remember one of the, one of the people that we we watch quite regularly, Joel, is um, we all watch is John Campia. Shout out John Campia. Um, yeah. I think when when the announcement was, he was a big fan of the Ben Affleck um, casting. And again, me, I was I was on the fence. I wasn't too keen, but I understood why they went for Ben Affleck. Um, but one of the questions came up is why do you start with a Batman in his mid forties when yeah. you're starting a cinematic universe? You'll probably get, and they face this question now. You'll probably get what four or five years out of him, if that. Um, that that was my problem. My problem was never. I don't. I didn't mind the man of Batman versus Superman story, but it came too early. And if you're gonna do it do it to a point where you don't have to watch the director's cut to understand the whole plot. There are major scenes which are left out right at the start of the film where they're discussing the, where Lois is doing investigation work with the bullet and finding out it's it's links back to LexCorp Um, scenes in the Senate where Lex is pulling the strings or manipulating those scenes were key to the story and it would have filled it yeah. out a bit more. And it, I have to say the director's cut is better than the actual theatrical cut, but it's still not great. Like it's still extremely disappointing. If I said to you, Joel, yeah. and this is, this is where it comes back to the, the, the question most disappointing. If I said to you before they announced Batman versus Superman, what your ideal Batman and Superman in a film would look like, or the first time you're going to see them on screen, yeah. Does it compare to what we got? Is are you that ha- are you that happy with what we got? Do you think? Do you not think that we as fans deserve better from the studio? Um, we made a script. We made a script. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We we made our own. We made our own script. It didn't get very far. But we we yeah. we made our own script because we thought we could possibly write it slightly better than it was. It, it was actually delivered. And this is after the film. I, I. This is why I'm dis. I'm dis. That's why I'm extremely disappointed because the potential that it had to yeah. have back. You didn't have to go with the, with the the Dark Knight Returns story. You really didn't have to, but he decided to go with it. And if you're going to go with it, make sure you pull it off correctly. Make yeah. sure you pull it off where you don't have to watch the director's cut. Make sure. Make sure you get the characters spot on. Make sure the motivation behind the characters is correct like superman is superman was manipulated into fighting batman 100 I, I get it yeah but the only even to the point where the only reason they stop fighting is because they've got the same mum as a name i know you love that bit the martha yeah. the martha bit so you're saying this guy is so mentally unstable that because he's my my, my mom's name is martha too let me stop fighting you <laughs> do you know what i mean like come on no that's that that's a, that's a small small faction, yeah. The shock of, of, of Martha. Why why say Martha in that moment? It is such a shock. But the main reason why he stopped, the main reason Martha is so powerful, is because it makes Superman a human, not not this alien who is zero point one percent chance of destroying the world. It is for the first time in the film, Ben Affleck, Batman, Bruce Wayne sees Superman as a human being with a mother. Okay, yeah, I I completely I completely understand that. Yeah. He sees he sees him as a as a as a human, and that yeah. make him stop. But this Batman was not afraid of killing humans earlier on in the film. He killed a lot. <laughs> yeah. of, he killed a lot yeah. of people who had who had mothers and, and children. 
he killed a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. And he, and if he was, and if he was so, if the his mindset was, if his mindset was so focused on, I'm going to kill this person, alien, human, whatever, I'm going to kill him. One word would not have stopped him. If 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 you look at when he was killing those people in the warehouse, he killed people in that warehouse. And even in the in the chase scene, he killed people in the chase scene. If oh, one of them would turn, if one of them would turn around and said, <laughs> Martha, would you, would he have stopped? No, he wouldn't have stopped. It, it was it was just a convenience plot for them to be like, okay, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a connection there. So we can kind of build on that connection of Martha and Martha. And I'm sure the fans will be like, wow, I'd never realized that they both had the same mother as a, <laughs> as a name. It was, it didn't, do you know what I mean? It, it, just, it just shocked me that if you're, if you're so focused, I, I don't know about you, Joe, but if you're so focused on doing something, yeah, yeah something like that is not going to throw you off. And I get it. You're saying it, he saw him as human, but he yeah, killed humans just, anyway. Yeah. That, I, I hated that in the film. I actually, absolutely hate it. Zack Snyder came out and defended it and said that, Batman always defends. He, he, he doesn't kill. Technically, Batman doesn't kill anyone in this film because it's all indirect. But yeah, I, I disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He doesn't. There is. If you watch, if you watch the the um the director's cut, and this yeah. is Zack Snyder's cut, the director's cut. There's one yeah. point where he smashes somebody's head, against, <laughs> yeah. against, and there's blood on the wall. Like, there's, <laughs> there's bits of brain on the wall. Yeah, like, I don't know um, his brain. <laughs> but but. Yeah, we don't know if he's dead or not. But yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Batman should not be killing people in, in this film. But I, I truly believe that, yeah, in that moment when Batman was about to kill Superman, uh, his sole purpose in, in the, the whole film is to kill Superman. And all of a sudden, that purpose is, is destroyed because that belief that he is an alien no longer stands. He, he's he's more American, some would say, than than, than Bruce Wayne. He, he grew up in Kansas in, in the film. They said, and it is. Yeah, I, I I get that. That's that's fair enough. But I go to, again. I say to the point of he's killed already in the he's killed already in the film. He's killed he's killed but, people in this film already. He's, <laughs> if he's not adverse to killing, and he's that focused on from the start, as you said, yeah. he's on the edge. He's willing yeah. to kill. He's he's yeah. gonna, he's been pushed to the edge. One word, Alfred spoken to him. Everyone yeah. else has spoken. Do you know what I mean? He's gone through it. He's been thinking about it for 18 months from, yeah. from the event. Yeah? yeah. One word. Okay. It would throw him off. That's his mother's name. You've, you've already built in your head that this guy is so dangerous. You've already seen him save people for the last 18 months. He's not really shown you a reason to bar the battle fight. He's not, it's not like he's gone into a crowd and he's used his laser eyes when he's been upset. I mean, he's not done a he's not done a homelander at yeah, all nice. at any point. Yeah. He's been he's been he's been majority good for the last eighteen months. Even the battle scene, you defended him. He's he was trying to save. He he was in an awkward situation. Yeah, yeah. But you've got in your head. No, he's bad. No, he's bad. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, Martha. Okay, I'm gonna let you go with a <laughs> with a with a warning. Do you know what I mean like it? It that for me, it just didn't. We could yeah. we could go on about this for hours, but that's it. It's but, all subjective, isn't it? It, yeah. is, it is completely it's completely subjective. Yeah. But it, I mean, in regards to the most, in regards to disappointing films, mm. it re, it for, it's my number two. So you'll see my what my number three is anyway. But in regards to disappointing, it was really disappointing because I know what having Batman and Superman in a film can do, and the shame is we'll probably have to wait 
another when you botch something like that up we'll probably have to wait another f- 10 maybe 15 years until somebody yeah. has another run it again yeah yeah it's true we'll have to wait that long and do you mean i don't know if i'm going to be alive that long you know you just don't you just don't you just don't know so i might not ever get to see that again in my lifetime so that's why for me it's at my it's at my number two but we could def joe we can definitely do another podcast in regards to defending um (laughs) defending the dcu and Zack snyder um matches is is he obviously i pardon i spoke too much matches i apologize but no matches yeah matches what's your what's your take on it i mean that's right I'm what quite on the similar stance as you, um, Jay. Um, quite similar stance as you. Um, I, I didn't like the film at all. I mean, like you said, uh, I grew up watching the cartoon and I expected, like you said, the world's finest, but it never really came. And the shoving in storylines, like the death of Superman, I t- totally butchered it. I mean, I wanted them to build up Superman over a few films. So when he died, you can have maybe all of the superheroes turn up at his funeral or a lot yeah. of people just to be a cool story. But for Man of Steel, they didn't really like him. And then in Batman v Superman, I don't think people really liked him that much anyway. So yeah. when he died, it was sort of like, oh, okay, he's dead. That's sad. He's but a that was it. character. Yeah. 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 Rushed. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. the Doomsday as well. Yeah. They wasted a one of his best um, enemies. Yeah, they did. They wasted that Doomsday story. And they, they've wasted the, yeah. the fact that Doomsday can never be brought back in future films. And I honestly yep. think the way it was handled has now left us in a state with the DCU that it's going to be very difficult for them to do a Justice League film again or do a Superman film again or do it that people aren't that keen to see it. Like I, um, um, if they announce uh, Henry Cavill, Man of, Man of Steel 2 film tomorrow, I'll be excited because I love the Superman character. But the general, my my main thing is I want, I want the general audience, the general population to love the content that I've, I've watched all my life. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, we, we've lived for the last 10, 15 years, we've seen a boom in people loving comic books. We've seen a boom in people loving these characters i've loved these characters for 20 years so it's there i know they're brilliant characters i know they're amazing characters i know the value of them i know the depth of the characters but i want the rest of the world to understand the depth and the amazing the amazing characters that that, that these comic book comic books have but the fact is if you butcher it people don't want to see it and you, you don't really ever understand it so if i say if i if you if you say to someone um, just a random person on the street. Oh, 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 you like comic books? They're like, yeah, yeah, I like comic books. Yeah, I, lo- I love comic book films. Who's your favorite? Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, who else? Yeah. Spider Man. Oh, what about Batman? Yeah, Batman's good. Yeah, I like Batman. What about Superman? Uh, don't, I'm not really sure. I didn't really like his last few movies. That's the depth yeah. of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why I get upset. But and, on, yeah, yeah and, but anyway, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I've got <laughs> too, I've got too long. Sorry, my one was a bit too long. Um, we'll go to um, we'll go to Joel. What is your number one? What's your number one spot? We'll keep this one a lot quicker than the last. No, 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 Joel, <laughs> no, take, no, no, take, no, no, take your I'm time. I'm joking. Man. I'm joking because there's, there's there's not a lot of redeeming qualities about this film, and it's it's X Men Apocalypse. Um, oh, yeah, here's yeah. A, here's another one. Biggest disappointment for me in any comic book because of Apocalypse. The 
we grew up watching the the, the, the cartoons and Apocalypse was the big bad. He was yeah. the he swore there, but he was the one that you were scared. Like he in one scene, isn't it? He killed he killed the X Men with just a a click of his uh, his, yeah. his you remember that? Yeah, he's so yeah. powerful that Whenever, whenever in a dark in the animated show, whenever in your dark room and you just hear this hear him move and then yeah. you see his eyes glow up, you're like, Oh man, these guys are dead. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. And then we got Ivan News, <laughs> which we spoke about <laughs> last time. The the costume design of Apocalypse, the performance, the to be fair, the, the performance of every single character in this film. Uh obviously I love James McAvoy. I think he he always always does a good job but I hated the X-Men as as whiny kids I, I really yeah. hate uh, Sophie Turner is a great great performance in Game of Thrones but I hated her as, as Jean Grey I don't, I don't even know what the, the, the kids called who acted as Cyclops but that wasn't the Cyclops I, I wanted or grew yeah. up with at all uh, Angel uh, the baddies uh, Psylocke they're all for, forgettable Yeah, I can't think of any actions oh Storm as well I don't know what they were doing with her her character. Um, Jean Grey saving the day at the end. Oh oh oh, she's got the phoenix inside of her all the time. Like, where did that come from? Like, just felt so left field. Uh, and oh yeah, it just defeats apocalypse like that. Uh, there's no saving grace for me in this film. None, none at all. Yeah, I I I completely agree. Um, I mean, in regards to apocalypse, what you could he is. For the X Men, he's as close as Thanos as you're gonna get. For yeah. an X for an X Men villain, let me say that again. For an X Men villain, he's as close as Thanos as you you will probably get. Um, the power level of Apocalypse is is ridiculous. So when you announce X Men Apocalypse, you better better make sure he's all powerful. And I <laughs> he never he never had that overall presence of when he comes into the room, you know, this guy is and so, but he is the first one. He, do you know what I mean? He doesn't, he never demanded that respect. And I honestly think that had to do with them deciding not to go with CGI. I mean, matches, yeah. I, I know you were really disappointed when you found out that he wasn't going to be uh motion capture or CGI. What were your thoughts on um, your thoughts on X-Men apocalypse? My thoughts were: What were they thinking? Um, why? Why did they go? Was it was it the was it the cheap route that they wanted to save money? And just uh, till this day, I don't know what they were thinking. And they just they, they really botched that. To be fair, there was yeah. the one time where they could have could have taken the step to be like, okay, we'll do CGI, and we can showcase the X Men's powers on him. Um, but they didn't. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, they they never, they've never really done it, done any kind of CGI character within the X Men films that I can think of. Everything's always yeah. Beast, Nightcrawler. They've always, they've all, all been makeup and and um, prosthetics um, when they're doing the characters. So, but I th- I thought if you're gonna make an exception or one yeah, exception, exactly. it has to be Apocalypse because it's not he's not the type where you can dress him up, and especially with I mean, even to the point where if you're going to dress him up, there are camera tricks that you can do to make someone look bigger. You look yeah. at Tom, Tom Cruise. He's not a very tall, tall guy. Yeah, he's not. Combe- you watch Mission, the last Mission Impossible when he's standing next to Henry Cavill. You would not know that one was five foot six or five foot seven 
and the other one was 6-3. You, you wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? Camera tricks, when you're standing there, you can make someone look slightly more imposing. Yeah. They didn't even do that. They didn't. They didn't even try to do that. They went completely down the other route of, we'll, we'll highlight powers rather than his physical thing. And the thing with Apocalypse is, he's got, yeah, his power set is is amazing. But you know, if it's, you're going to get into a fisticuff battle with him, you're going to get taken out. It's yeah. the physical presence of Apocalypse, which is important. It's like Juggernaut. Do you know what I mean? It's like doing jug. It's like doing Juggernaut. They did that. They did Juggernaut. But Vinnie Jones is a big guy. But they they decided to beef him up. Why would you not do the same with Apocalypse that you did yeah. with Vinnie Jones? Do you know what I mean? I love the fact that with Dead in Deadpool, they made him CGI. Yeah, they did. They even like, if you if you look at okay right even if you look at Colossus and I said that they didn't really use Coloss- Colossus. They made him CGI. Why did could you not have done that with Apocalypse? What went through your head to think I'm not going to use Apo- do Apocalypse in that in that sense? I don't I don't I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. even Mag- even Magneto in his film he, he felt sh- um, shoehorned into the film. Oh, yeah, he had a he had a family and then he was a bad guy and then he was a good guy. They didn't know what to do with him at all. Yeah, they did. They, you're right. They didn't. They, they, I think with with the X Men and especially the Fox X Men films, they always feel they have to shoehorn Magneto in. Yeah, it's it's a must. Do you know what I mean, and I get and I get it. I I love the dynamic of Yin and Yang with Xavier. Yeah. I I completely yeah. understand why why you have it, but he's not. Jimmy, if you could, for once, I think there's one, there's a few films where you could have just taken Magneto out and it would have been completely fine. This is one of them where Apocalypse is a villain enough for you to just plop yeah. out. Jimmy, even in um, Dark Phoenix, he's in Dark Phoenix, but he's on, he's on Genosha and he started his own thing. There's, there's, there's really no reason to have him in there. No. None. It's just because of the actor, and you're like, well, people want Magneto. We need Magneto. He's he's a cool character. He's he's popular. He's part. You don't have to have Magneto in every single film. You don't. Um, and that's where I think they they went wrong. But yeah, sorry, Joe. I've I've talking over your. <laughs> no, no, too, no, too. I love the passion. <laughs> um, matches. We'll go to your your number one. Um, what is your number one most disappointing film? And I, I'm aware, I'm kind of guessing. I think we'll both have the same one. Yeah, my I think my number one same as yours. So feel free to jump in. But my number one for most disappointed film is Spider-Man Three. Um, I think I remember going to the cinema. I was with you at the time. Um, we were we were waiting outside, and. I remember just being so excited to watch the film and then we went in and I was just so disappointed. Honestly, I felt heartbroken by the film. I was just literally watching it thinking, what, what, what is going on? I mean, for starters, there was everything was convenient in the film. I mean, you had, what's his name? Mark, um, the Sandman. Yeah. Just... What was he strolling through, and then he eventually <laughs> he ended up in the experiment. You had, yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, like, what was he doing about that in that area? Had, I think um, it was that 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 scene Peter where Parker, Mary Jane. Yeah, there was that scene where 
he's caught in the experiment and the scientist is like, oh, there's been a density shift in the sand. And then um, one of the guys is like, oh, it's probably, yeah, yeah, a bird. Exactly. It's probably just a bird. Let's carry on. Like, <laughs> would, you, would you not check to see if there's a human being in there yeah. or, <laughs> or somebody snuck in or do you know I mean? just, exactly. just, just to make sure. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just check this yeah, human being. Exactly. It takes five seconds. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just, let's just carry on. It doesn't really matter. The bird will fly <laughs> when, we, when we start off. Like, what if the bird doesn't? Do you care about the bird or? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything was just convenient. And then the whole stimulant, I think Peter and Mary Jane, they were in the park and then the stimulant just happened out of anywhere in the world. It just landed next to him. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then he went back to his apartment. Um, and then what else was convenient with um, the butler at the end as well? Just happened at this, the end of this film that the butler decides to tell Harry that, you know what, I was there when your dad was was killed yeah, that, that guy needs to get <laughs> and, fired yeah. why did he wait why did he wait this long just to say it and yeah. stuff like that really infuriated me with the film but the bit what took it over the edge and everybody knows it Spider-Man went emo like, what, what was going on <laughs> yeah he went emo Spider-Man he started dancing in the street I don't I think <laughs> to this day I can't get that can't get that thought out of my head with Spider-Man dancing in the street. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, terrible. Yeah, I, I, th- I honestly think Toby Maguire, he, he must really regret. Really, <laughs> yeah. he must really regret doing that film because the amount of memes that I've seen since then, even to today, like people <laughs> still take the piss out of him dancing in the street. Um, Joe, what were your thoughts on uh, leaving in regards to Spider Man? It was in the um, Miles into the uh, what's it called? Miles into the multiverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they still take the Mickey. Take... The... <laughs> they still take they they still take the Mickey. Yeah, yeah. they still take the Mickey. <laughs> Legendary. Now, for me, is what yeah, everything you said matches spot on. But you didn't you didn't mention Venom. Um, yeah, I haven't even got to that one as well. Yeah, <laughs> man. The, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the the, the design of, of Venom looked nothing like the bulky. Uh, Eddie Brock Venom uh, what yeah. a disappointment man what a disappointment yeah, yeah. Um, and then just sorry just from the cartoon as well when you when you watch the cartoon of how the storyline unfolds yeah. I mean he decides he wants to kill Spider-Man after what pretty much he just I don't stole, know he just he stole his girl he's just so rushed yeah it, it was just it wasn't so even rushed his, it wasn't even his girl he's just a weird stalker <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, very yeah, bad yeah i i completely agree that that's also my um my number number one um anything you want to say about before i jump in do you anything you want to say matches in regards to venom venom was just really disappointing i mean it was i, I wouldn't even call him venom yeah yeah just the, he was just the character do they call so him venom in the it. film i don't think they do yeah, they wow. did. I don't know. I'm sure if they actually did that to me, to be fair. I don't. Think they, I don't think they did. Um, I really don't think they did. Yeah. So I mean, for for me, it's again, it's it's that's all. That's my number one. Um, just as as a bit of a backdrop, like matches. I grew up watching the the animated series um, Spider Man, and I think it's called the Aliens uh, Alien Costume. Um, it's a three part episode where they yeah. explain the symbiote symbiote arriving to uh, to Earth. Um, 
in the first episode, he Spider-Man or Peter Parker gets the symbiote, and you see a subtle change in his character to the yeah. point where he has to reject the symbiote. Now, after watching Spider-Man Two, which for a long time for me was the greatest comic book film of all time, for yeah. a very long time it was. It was, it was one of my favorite comic book films of all time. Um, so you're going into the third Sam Raimi film. The first one was good. Second one was excellent. And you're like, okay, we're going to the third one. And back then it was always the third, three films. It was a trilogy. And then you're done. Um, so for me, I was like, okay, we're going into this film. I, ca- I can't wait to, to see Venom. I can't wait to see Sandman. I thought it might have been a bit rushed, but I thought maybe Sandman, just a, a side character in regards to you fight him and then, but Venom's the big bad in the end. You get to the film. And I have to say, if maybe for the first, I watched the film about a month ago, maybe for the first 40 minutes, the film's okay. The film isn't, yeah. isn't too bad. I was like, okay, this is, this is okay. It's not going, going too wrong. The problem with that film for me is the way they use the villains and the, why it's my most disappointing film. Oh my goodness. I just remembered something. What, Harry? No, no, no. Something else. Um, Uncle Ben. Uncle, Uncle ben. ben. Oh yeah, Uncle ben. The, yeah, yeah. Sandman killed him. Yeah, they, Sandman. They changed yeah, it off where they made Sandman kill him. Yeah, <laughs> they they felt they needed to. So uh, back, uh, they felt they needed to push Peter Parker over the edge, and they needed a driving force to make him hate Sandman. Yeah. Now, originally, yeah. Sam Raimi only wanted to use Sandman as a villain, and possibly maybe Goblin. It was the studio Sony yeah. who intervened and said, the fans want Venom, introduce Venom into the film. And you can see straight yeah. off that he didn't want to do it. Like it was kind of like a, yeah. he had to shoehorn him in. And you're right. They changed the backstory of Sandman killing Uncle Ben in the end. You've then got Harry Osborn, who's the new goblin. And he loses his memory Here's another here's another trope. He loses his memory halfway in the sorry in the middle of the film or towards the beginning of the film, and he can't remember what happened. He doesn't remember Peter Parker's Spider Man. So they basically just bench him halfway through. Mary Jane is upset with Peter that he's not showing her enough attention. Like the the characters from what you saw in the second Spider Man film, they they really just threw it all down the toilet with this film and the venom bit for me venom was venom again is something i've always wanted to watch in a in a live action film and luckily now i've got it with with tom hardy and we're going to get let there be carnage next year but the way they introduced they used venom as a character the emo spider-man the alien suit venom they didn't even use it they didn't even they couldn't even use the character in the correct way to make it make sense of the film. You've got then the big fight scene at the end where, oh no, Mary Jane's kidnapped again. We have to mm. save Mary Jane again. Yeah, yeah. It was just, I, I remember leaving the film thinking, what the hell was that? That film just drove me absolutely up the wall. And the reason it's, it's, my, it's, my, it's my number one is because it was the last in the, in the series. It was the last in the series with Batman versus Superman. I was annoyed with the film, but 
but I had hope for Justice League because I knew Justice League was coming out. I had hope that there would be for- films to follow. With this film, it was it. That was it done. That was the end of the Sam, Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man films. And to end on that kind of a note, put it at my number one. It had to be my number one because there was nowhere else to go with it. The way you treat the Venom character, the way you've, the emo Spider-Man dancing through the street. <laughs> like, what, what what are you trying to, really, what was he trying to do? Like, did he think that was acceptable as a director to, to release that? Like, I, I yeah, yeah, I'm sorry before I go yeah. say it again. <laughs> yeah, Joel, what, what are your thoughts? Sorry. No, I think you guys have summed it up, to be honest. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, too many, too many baddies in one film. Um, yeah. Not knowing what to do with Spider-Man as well in terms of turning him in emo. They could have made him, in the, car, in the cartoon, you said, um, is it Shocker? He, ne- he nearly kills. It was it Rhino as well. He, he nearly yeah. kills Shocker, yeah, Shocker and nearly kills Rhino, yeah. Yeah? yeah? That, I remember watching the cartoon and thinking, as a kid, like, oh my days, this is, this is my hero turning bad. Yeah, like, yeah, he wasn't yeah. he wasn't dancing in the street he wasn't being an emo <laughs> he he was a bad guy yeah yeah we didn't we didn't get that we didn't get that slow decline into badness and they could have taken two films to done this film but but no they, they shoved it in at the end didn't they but yeah it was just rushed too much uh, and just to chuck everything in like the kitchen sink in it until at the end of the end yeah. of the series really yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That I mean, that's why it's my, it's my number one anyway. So we'll do a quick recap in regards to uh, our list um, matches. Do you want to go first? What just uh, relay back to the audience? Yeah. What your top three is? So number three was Iron Man three. Number two was X three, and number one was Spider Man three. So actually, all of the trilogies to be fair, the end of the trilogies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, Joel, what about you? I had uh, Justice League as number three, and I had Catwoman as number two, and then X-Men Apocalypse for number one. Okay. And mine is Suicide Squad at number three, Batman versus Superman at number two. Some people might argue that should be my number one, but I've got that at number (laughs) number two. And then I've got Spider-Man 3 at number one. Um, But guys, um, the most important thing is what do you you think? What is your list? What is your three most disappointing films? Films that you've gone into the cinema, really excited for, hyped for, and ended up disappointed. And you've ended up kicking your car or kicking something or punching (laughs) punching a wall, leaving a hole in the wall. Um, Leave a like. Um, leave a comment subscribe wherever you're watching it whether it's on youtube on podcast um, give us a follow spread the word um this will be the last episode of the year um so big message to us at the new Pass podcast on slow upgrade um happy new year merry christmas happy holidays whatever you're celebrating stay stay safe guys my name is jay um i'm here with my colleague um and co-host joel any messages Happy- for the audience just have have a good Christmas, guys, and be safe. Yep. And matches. Happy New Year. Cool. So um, take care, guys, and we'll see you in the new year. Thank you. Bye.